0: time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike the intern Ned Reynolds back in the studio this morning. So is it a little bit of a different situation after the Bills game health-wise for the Chiefs than it was for the Raiders. Raiders got banged up a little bit. It looks like the Bills we got out okay
1: right? Yeah there are only three players who are listed as questionable and and really I think Mitchell Schwartz may be a little bit more than questionable because he does have a back injury but Sammy Watkins and Alex Okafor, they've been listed as questionable. Sammy probably won't play Okafor. He's dressed out and probably available. But as far as the overall health of the team's concerned, going into that Denver game, they'll be in great shape. <laughs> they don't need to be. I don't mean that to be facetious, but they're such huge favorites over Denver that. Uh, they could probably play with their second team and beat the Broncos. This is not a major challenge.
0: You think it's going to be the same game plan? Keep it on the ground, run, run, run.
1: If they, if they being the Chiefs, uh, figure out early going that Mahomes can pass against this team and do whatever he wants. Yes, I think they'll stay with the ground game. It may not be Clyde edwards hilaire on every carry. I think they'll probably try to get uh, Bell in there a little bit, give him some work. But yeah, I think it'll be a. I don't want to say routine, that's not the case, but I think it'll be a game in which they concentrate on the ground, don't do anything spectacular. Why? I mean, you have this team beat. You
0: were on the money yesterday where you said that at they're a certain not
1: point. They're good. They're personnel-wise, they're not as good as the Chiefs. Chiefs yeah. have, they're just a better team. Well, the other point you made, which I thought
0: was really, really insightful, was that, especially against Buffalo, at, at first it was Kelsey-Kelsey quick, and then it was like, wait a minute. We can score on these guys like this. There's no point in us doing that. Let's just keep it on the ground and do what we got to do. And if that's the case, I think that's brilliant because why show your hand to other teams, A, for film? And, two, we got a new uh, running back coming in, and it'd be a great uh, situation to let him get his feet wet without having to be against a major contender. Sorry, Broncos fans, but that's just the way it is. Um... It's crazy to think that we're already to the high school state championships, man. And a
1: few of them, yes. The uh, girls' golf championship was decided yesterday. Springfield Catholic won the uh, class state championship. Congratulations. They have on their team a young lady named Zbilski, Reagan Zbilski. Reagan Zbilski is a future star in the pro circuit. She's already played on the pro circuit, but obviously not as a pro. She had a guest appearance Last year or two years ago, I've forgotten, at the uh, U.S. Women's Open, and it made a lot of headlines here in town, well, she won the state championship going away. Nobody even close to her. So, as far as a uh, class two is concerned, it's all Catholic. Class one that was played up at Smithville, Savannah Lee Fessing. She is from New Covenant Academy, won the individual state championship. Now, New Covenant to win the, the team. But as far as individuals, she won that one. All right, we have the girls' golf. That was completed. Girls' tennis starts tomorrow at the Cooper Tennis Complex. And judging by the forecast there, some of those matches will be played outdoors. That's where they want to play them, outdoors. Yeah. But when the conditions become such, and rain is a terrible detriment to tennis, you, you can't play. The courts are slippery and the ball doesn't bounce, so they bring them indoors. There are plenty of indoor courts at Cooper. However, that takes away from us. <laughs> yeah, Ned doesn't get to play. I also was going to mention
0: uh, dads with daughters. You want to take that doll out of your daughter's hands, and you want to put a golf club in there, starting early. Because man, yeah, or yeah. tennis racket. Sorry, Ned.
1: And I'll tell you what else too: the uh, girls' softball championships, which are annually held here in Springfield, because Springfield always wins the bid. it should because of the Killian Complex, which is a tremendous softball outing that begins next week. Then the championships continue into for volleyball into November and some of the others. And football wraps up in late November and early December.
0: Man, it's coming up quick. I was just talking about where we were in the month, and I was like, wait, no, we are past the halfway point of October. (laughs) It's weird. It feels like it's spring still. Uh, last but not least, I know you've got the bookie on uh, Speed Dial. What's he saying about the Mizzou Kentucky game?
1: A little surprised at this. Kentucky comes to Missouri. It's a flip flop in schedule. It was to have been Missouri, Florida, and uh, Missouri being the underdog in that one's understandable. But here comes Kentucky, and, and this Kentucky team under Coach Stoops is a lot better from what they have been that used to be and also ran football we play football now bring on the basketball season well it still is basketball but back to the matter remains the football team is pretty good and they are they being Kentucky the Wildcats are a six-point favorite over Mizzou on Saturday that game will be starting oh, probably midday noontime hour up at the Faroe Field it is again a flip-flop and again the crowds are limited but should be a pretty good game because I don't think Missouri is all that bad. No. We'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Kentucky, Kentucky is strong. They walloped Tennessee last week. So let's I'll just see where the chips fall.
0: Yeah, I know. It's going to be interesting. They've already got one upset. It'd be nice to get another this season. So game one of the World Series last night. Who has got the lead so far?
1: Los Angeles. They win it by a score of 8-3. to three and, and watching the game and watching Clayton Kershaw pitch. Now, keep in mind, this is the three-time Cy Young award winner big time during the regular season, but he has had his problems in postseason play. He didn't last night. And watching that game as it progressed until the uh, Kiermeyer kid, Kevin Kiermeyer, hit a home run in the uh, fifth inning, I believe it was, I said to myself, this guy's got no-no stuff. He had already struck out something like seven or eight Tampa Bay Rays. Had given up no hits. I thought, uh-oh, are we on the verge of history here? Well, Kiermeyer hits his home run uh, the Dodgers have a big four-run inning in the fifth, or sixth, I beg your pardon, and then uh, add on some more after that and put the game away. So out comes the manager and it takes out. Of course, as he should, Clayton Kershaw and brings in the relief corps because you don't want to burn a guy up when you're so far ahead. But the Dodgers were very good last night, very good. Not only Clayton Kershaw, <laughs> but Cody Bellinger. He's the kid who knocked his shoulder out of place, mm-hmm. hit a home run to put the Dodgers in the league. Looks lead like too. he's on the mend. Well, he he had disdained wearing a brace and said, we're not taping up this shoulder. I've been through this before. It'll be fine. Hits this two-run homer, but I had to laugh. As he rounds third and heads for home, he points to the dugout, and he holds up his arm and said, and they had a tap dance is what it was.
0: (laughs) It it was the strangest thing. I've I've never seen anything
1: like that, but they, they, they... clicked toes with all the players, and they're laughing. I mean, they're having a great time.
0: It's better than dislocating your shoulder again. Uh, So you know how the rumor mill works in the world of baseball. What's the latest with that rumor that's been
1: swirling around? Well, it's very disturbing, as a matter of fact. I, I I don't think minor league baseball will be done away with. I don't think that's the case. But the minor leagues and major leagues have not signed their new contract. It expired on September 30th, and they're still negotiating. Commissioner Rob Manfred wants total control. He does not have it now. There's a commissioner for minor league baseball. The guy's name is Pat O'Connor. But Manfred wants all of it. And he wants to contract some of the teams. That means do away with them. 42 is what he wants to uh, eliminate, which would really cut down minor league baseball greatly. I doubt very much. In fact, I'm quite certain the Springfield Cardinals are not one of them. They would be retained. Hey, the Cardinals own this team. Yeah. And every team does need a triple-A and a double-A team. And we're the double-A team for the Cardinals down here. So I don't think that's affected. But the numbers of teams might be. And this is going to be rather contentious with uh, the various unions, although the minor league players don't have their own union as such. But how Major League Baseball is affected by all of this. It's still ongoing. But uh, it is not a positive situation for all of minor league baseball. And much, how can I term this, much defense, so to speak, against major league baseball being in control of all of it. Now, they have the players and all that sort of thing. That's how they're developed, but not the ownership of all those teams. The Springfield Cardinals are very rare in minor league baseball being owned by their major league club. So how this is going to evolve over the course of the winter and maybe into next year it's extremely interesting and, in some cases, quite disturbing.
0: It's going to be something to watch for sure. Uh, either way, yeah, it's not not, uh, not what you want. Not what you want at all. Um, something else we don't want, as far as Cardinals fans go, is the possibility that Yachty wouldn't be wearing our jersey
1: anymore. I've heard he wants two years. You think they're going to give him that? I don't know. I, they might at a much reduced rate. Yachty made $20 million a year this year. Two years. At $20 million per year, I don't think so. I don't think they'll go for that at all. The guy's a great hero in St. Louis. He is the St. Louis Cardinals. That's with whom you identify, Yadier, uh, Yadier Molina. But you also have to understand the money factor, and money has been reduced because of the pandemic. Is it possible he leaves the team? I can't imagine that happening, but there are a lot of <laughs> oddities that have happened in Major League Baseball, and all sports for that matter. So while I don't think that'll happen, I do think Yachty signs maybe a one-year contract for next year, at probably a reduced rate. I'm thinking and hoping that's the way it works out.
0: I hope you're right, because I would hate to see him on another team. Ned, you have a great day, sir. You sir. Too, sir.